Hello, this is Manasa, and I'm glad to be with you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tarot Living with Manasa podcast. I'm glad that you're here. And what in the heck do I do? Well, I am a tarot professional, and that means that I provide services using the sacred text of the tarot. And I do this to support you, inspire you, motivate you, and guide you along your path. So I do that with tarot readings, with my tarot products, like my daily tarot text. I also have a webinar that will pull the session before and this one together, and I'll put the link somewhere <laughs> in this thing. And I also do group coaching. I am a tarot professional. I love the tarot. It, to me, connects us to the sacred, connects us to the divine, connects us with our celestial team and with our higher selves so that we can create our lives from the inside out. And so welcome. We are doing the second half of the Major Arcana. So let's talk about the tarot. The episode before this one, we went through the Major Arcana. So let's have a little recap of the previous episode. So the tarot deck or the traditional tarot deck is 78 cards. It has two parts, the Major Arcana, which is like the journey to your true self. So these are high life events, big concepts, and then the minor arcana, which is like the roadmap. And the minor arcana consists of four suits, the pentacles, which does with money, expansion, prosperity, cups, which deals with your emotions, your feelings, swords, which deals with your way of thinking and thoughts, expansiveness, and um, wands, which deals with your actions and how you interact and react. And so each one of these suits is related to an astrological sign because we're all one and it's all connected. And so cups, or let's do pentacles, it's related to the earth signs, which is Capricorn, Taurus, and Virgo. Cups is with the water signs which is Pisces, Cancer, and Scorpio. Wands is with the fire signs, which is Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. And then the swords are with the air signs, which is my crazy Aquarius, which said with all love, Gemini and Libra. And so our next episode's Upcoming, we'll go over each one of those suits, but we are dealing with the major arcana today. The major arcana are 22 cards, starting with card zero, which is the fool, and ends with card 21, which is the world. We went through the first uh, 12 cards. We started with the fool and ended with card 11, which is justice. And now we're going to begin. And finish, we're going to begin with the hangman and finish the major arcana. And I love this part of the deck because it has some of the spooky cards, cards that make people feel nervous. So is there are there good cards, better cards, bad cards in the tarot deck? In my opinion, no. Because even one of the things that I say all the time, whether it's in one of my speaking engagements or my inspirational, motivational talks, I'll ask... Has something ever happened to you that you thought was the most awful and worst thing in your life? And now a few years down the pike, you are so thankful that that horrible thing happened. 
or that awful thing or what you thought was a bad thing. So what even appears initially to be something bad can be beneficial. So cards like death or devil or the tower, which people view as bad, and that's because they're not educated on the tarot. And that's what I'm here to do. That all of those things are good because it's all about your guides, your higher self, your celestial team wanting to talk with you, guide you, inspire you. And so even those cards have that capacity. So I love everything about the tarot. I also am excited about the newer tarot decks that are more inclusive. You know, the traditional tarot deck, the Rider Waite tarot deck was supposed to be inclusive, but it didn't turn out that way. And there's lots of reasons, and I don't know everything about it. And so it was very heteronormative and very white. And that's just not the real world. And so these newer tarot decks, like uh, the Lightseer tarot, are more inclusive. Um, or even tarot decks that use animals like Spirit Song. Or even the tarot deck that I have is the Divine Tarot that uses stories from around the world. So Latin America and Central America get involved in Africa or the continent of Africa, Kebulun, uh, Eastern Europe and, and Hawaii, that all these, everyone is included. And so there's so much more to do with the tarot. And that's not that the tarot itself, the divination tool, this connection to the divine was prejudiced or bigoted. It's just that, you know, your gifts work through you. And so now as tarot is becoming more understood and more expansive, as people are walking away from fear-based and guilt-based religions and walking to a theology of oneness and love, then the tarot is also able to expand in that way. I'm going to take a drink of water. <clears throat> And so let us begin. So the first card that we're going to talk about today is the hanged man or the hanged person. And this is a card that when you get it, you might think it's reversed, but actually it is the hanged man. And, and this is really connects back to the story of Odin. So Odin is a creator God in Norse theology, and he wanted to connect with the divine, and he wanted to connect with the fates. And so there is that sacred tree that is a part of Norse theology. And at the bottom of the tree are the fates who put the worlds together, who sow the tapestry of our lives and of the universe. And so Odin goes to this sacred tree, and he hangs upside down, right? He gets a new perspective that oftentimes doing things in this world, right side up, which uh, we're still seeing the same thing. We're seeing things from the new view. So the hanged man is an invitation to change your perspective. You ever see those things that it's on Facebook or Instagram or whatever social media you're using? It'll be like, do you see a rabbit or a raccoon? Or do you see a person or, you know, because it's a perspective, it's how you look at it. And so oftentimes when it comes to your journey, Again, that perspective, are you looking right? Are you looking at the right angle? Are you facing the correct way? It's the sun, all these things. Sometimes you're, you and I can be so stuck in how we do things that we can't see something new or we can't see something old in a new way. And so the hangman is an invitation to change our perspective, to expand our perspective, to look in a new way, connecting with our third eye and, and crown chakras, looking from a divine higher perspective. 
So we come to card 13, which is the death card. And oh, yes, people get nervous about it. And so actually, there's a real beauty in this. It, it reminds me of my one of my favorite movies, the whole Mummy series with Brendan Fraser. And so glad to see he's coming back as an excellent actor. I love him. But you know, the mummy from the show at the end of two of the movies, when he met some kind of bad end, he would always say, death is only the beginning. You know, or that scene with uh, Mufasa and Simba from The Lion King. And he's talking about, you know, we eat the antelope, we're at the top of the food chain, but eventually our bodies uh, fall down on the grass as we die and the antelope eat the grass. So this is the circle of life. That in a Western world, we, death is a business and we get disconnected from life where I, I'm hoping that in other areas of the world, there's still that connection, but death happens all the time. Plants die, you know, in the winter, especially here in Tennessee, where I live, the, actually we have Bermuda grass or some kind of grass and it actually dies. It just, you don't even have to water it. And so death is a part of life. You know, when you see a, everyone loves butterflies and, you, and if you're not like, ew, ew with the caterpillar, but there is a process from that creepy crawly, beautiful caterpillar to the amazing flying butterfly. When it goes in that cocoon, the thing, it liquefies. There is a death. And so life, death is a part of life. You know, when a shake, snake is shedding its skin, it is releasing that, that death. If it stays in that skin, it'll die because it's outgrown that. And so for many of us, we are making room for death in an unhealthy way because we won't break out of our cocoon. We won't shed our old skin. And so death is the way to life. Even the phoenix. You know, that scene from Harry Potter where he's visiting Dumbledore and his bird, that phoenix is dying, you know, and it's like, oh, he's not looking good. He's not looking good. Dumbledore's like, that's it's cool. Harry, just don't, you know, look over here, focus on me. And then you see it die, just, and then it comes again. All of those stories, the resurrection story of master teacher Jesus and others like uh, others like Osiris, where there, there's death and then there's life. That is the cycle. That's a part, you know, it's life death, rebirth, their birth, death, rebirth, that it is a cycle. And so the death card can be telling you, you need to kill something, you know, kill your fear, kill that connection to toxic thinking, kill some relationships, release. And so it can also be about release, release old ways of being, release old tapes that are in your mind, walk away, shed that past, drop those bags. And so the death card is really an invitation to live in a new way to level up to upgrade and so i it's a beautiful card to get in a reading the next card card 14 is temperance and this is with a beautiful angel one foot in the water one foot on the land transferring um liquid between two cups and the sun is shining and there's plants around and this is temperance is about an invitation to live holistically, an invitation to live in harmony, to realize that I am in this world, in this beautiful physical body, but I'm not of this world. And that is true of you as well, that we are spiritual beings and that when we honor this gorgeous temple and acknowledge that the, our true self is inside this gorgeous temple and then we live that way multidimensionally in this physical realm, and in the spiritual realms, and we're able to be in that flow, one foot in both worlds, 
but again, flowing and connecting with the divine as the sun is rising and as plants are raising. This is our true selves. It's about temperance. It's about balance. It's about harmony. And that is the invitation of the major arcana is to live in harmony with ourselves. Now, Sometimes balance equals 50-50, but you can be in balance at 60-40 or 30-70 because it's the harmony. It's the connection. It's the oneness, realizing that there's no separation. We are one. And to live our lives from that place of oneness. So let's move on to card 15 that scares a lot of people because it's the devil card. And I don't mean to make light of that because a lot of fear-based religions and guilt-based religions use the boogeyman, which is the devil, to scare people, to control people. And so the devil card in the tarot deck is about obsession and connection. But if you take a look at this in the traditional tarot deck, the man and woman that are in the on the picture aren't connected to the devil. They're not chained. They're chained to each other. They're chained to their humanity. They've disconnected from their divinity. And the um, Lightseer's tarot, I love that because the devil in this book is in that deck is a very handsome man. You know, the type of man that I love chocolate men, but I also love white men who have dark hair and this guy there's just something very alluring and sexy about him and so then you don't see the strings that are attached and that is what the devil card is asking you what are you attached to that you are unaware of what are you obsessing about because when you are obsessing of something it can't flow we've got to have an open hand that everything we have is ready to flow what are you so determined to control to allow darkness versus choosing light. And so the devil card is a wonderful card to get in your reading. It's about turn back to the light. Let go. You're not connected. You're not, well, you know, no one in my family's ever succeeded. Okay, you can be number one. Well, I'm, you know, my family has a curse upon it. Oh my gosh. I'm not going to go there today, but I will tell you that I got a woman who wanted to do a reading with me and I spread out her cards. We're talking about, she says, well, what about the curse? I'm like, what you talking about your period right because it's called the curse she's like no the curse that's on me i'm like well so i took a step back to see if she was surrounded by dark energy because that's to me if you have a curse it's because you're choosing to interact with lower level forms of energy uh hatred fear control and so i said we don't have any energy like that around you she says well I went to another tarot reader and she said that I had a curse on me. And so I paid her $400 or $500, $400, take the curse off. And then she said it didn't come off, so I had to pay another $500. So this reader, in my opinion, stole $900 from this client, which is so disrespectful. It's so disrespectful to the to the light and the healing and the love of the tarot. But <gasps> let me take a deep breath so I don't start preaching. You know, but that fear... And that, you know, darkness and curses are a part of your consciousness. And if you are able to release that consciousness, we are one with the light. We are one with the divine. Darkness is not a part of who we are. If we invite it into our life, it is. But if we can connect with the consciousness of oneness, with the divine, what is the first thing that divine entities create? Let there be light. 
That's who we are. And so the devil card is an invitation to return to the light, to refocus, to let go, and to understand that there is nothing, curse, darkness, devil, demon, that is holding you. You are a free being and you can walk away from that on your path with connection to your divinity, knowing your oneness and choosing light. And so the next card is card 16, which can be a spooky card, which is the tower because there's lightning and fire and people are falling. And, you know, the one thing that a lot of people change is the constant. If you say, oh, Manasa, I don't like change. I say, did you change your underwear? I mean, change is something we do every day. Even if you eat the same thing, you, you're not eating the yogurt that you ate last week because you got rid of that. You bought a new yogurt. You change your clothes. You change your style. You change the podcast that you listen to. And thank you for listening to this one. You change what you listen to on Spotify. Change is a part of our life. Are you still wearing a diaper and drinking from a bottle? No, because you changed. And so evolution, evolving, growing is a part of who we are. Stagnation is really abnormal, staying the same. What happens in stagnant places? That's where mosquitoes come in and they can bite you or that's where, you know, muck and algae and stuff that suffocate grows in stagnant places. Change is a part of who we are. And so the tower is again, changes, we can make it flow with it, go with it, be open to it, or it can be thrust upon us. And that again is about our consciousness. Card... 17, very similar in a way to temperance, which is the star. Again, this is about the light that we had the devil card and we had the tower card and we can be feeling all some kind of way. And then the star comes and says, even in the darkness, there's still light. And again, this concept, this reminder that we are one body, soul, mind, and spirit. And that this invitation that the stars to look to nature, to connect with nature and to be at one on the land or on the sea, flowing, that our life is about flow. And so rivers change direction. That's, oh, did I use the word change? Yes, there's flow, there's growing, there's up and down, there's valleys and hills, but it's all taking us from glory to glory. And so the star is that invitation again to take a deep breath. Exhale, ah, and remember that we are multidimensional people of the light and that we can live from that place. So now we have card 18. Actually, we have card 18 and 19, which can be bookends, the moon and the sun. And so this is about the moon card is one about connecting with that divine feminine, our nurturance our intuition, that sacral chakra, that creative aspect where we can bring life and birth to things. You see the Scorpio coming out of there. So that is that Scorpio energy that is connected to the Pluto, the deep transformation, that going into that dark place so that just like in the womb where it may be dark, but that's where things grow. Plants grow underground. And so again, the moon is that invitation to step in as and through the dark so that there may be life, that there may be blooming. The moon card can also say things aren't clear because just like the sun card is coming up, that sometimes at night things look different. 
And so to make sure when you get the moon card in your reading, that things are clear. And then, of course, the sun. I love to get the sun card in my reading. And I love that in some decks where it's like a hummingbird or it's just shining so bright. I love the sun. Here comes the sun. And so the sun card is, if you are looking yes and no, and you're using the tarot and you get the sun, yes, yes, yes. So the sun, I mean, I don't know how to even say more about this card. Things are shining brightly. The sun brings life. The sun renews. The sun warms. Uh, I mean, it's the card to get. It's about that. Things are bright. Things are shining. You're seeing clearly. Move forward. Go. Do it. Yes, yes, yes. Card number 20 is the judgment card. People, I don't like to be judged. Well, you know, judgment is about seeing things clearly, about analyzing, about looking at things clearly and making sure that you're seeing that not through your fears, not through your worries, but through your connection with the divine. Judgment can raise up things. Judgment can bring clarity. And so again, you know, you say, well, don't judge me. Well, if you haven't taken a bath and I tell you that you kind of stinky, I'm not judging you. Right. I'm just I have seen clearly taking a look at the circumstance and said, pity you. Right. Now, let's put it another way. If I say that you are beautiful and you're like, no, because uh -uh, I don't want to hear the no, because I have judged rightly. I have seen clearly. I have raised up the truth and you are beautiful. And then our last card is the world. And it's really that the beauty of the tarot is that the end just takes us back to the beginning, that the world is at your feet. You've accomplished something and this is your stepping stone to your next best creation. You know, the world is about moving from glory to glory, going from good to best, from good, better, best, and then starting from good again, better, best. This is about growing, flowing, and being in that cycle and ready to take what you've learned from the full card to this and ready to apply it in a new way, ready to walk in a new space, ready to open to more of what the divine has for you. And so thank you for joining me on this journey through the tarot. This is our second half. I do have a a webinar that I've done for my students, my mentees, and my coaching clients. And I will put that link in here to where you can actually see me teaching. This is an educational course, Teaching the Major Arcana. And it's in two parts because, yes, it's a lot of information to cover. If you're looking to have, a, have contact with me on a daily basis, which I would love to do, you can receive a daily tarot text and you can sign up for that. And I will also put that in the profile or bio or whatever. I'm so grateful for this opportunity to share this information. And let's just give it a moment to integrate. So I'm going to invite you to be still, get present. So if you're driving, please do not do this right now. <laughs> but let's just take a moment to be centered, present where you are, to wiggle your toes, wiggle your fingers. And then let's just take a deep breath in through our nose, hold it, and then push that air out. Join me. Let us breathe in. Hold and exhale. Let us do it again. Breathe in. Hold and exhale. And this time, let us breathe in love. And exhale gratitude. <sighs> Thank you for being here. Blessings and namaste.